for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. You found the Michigan Corners where all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism right here in the Great Lakes State. We love to talk about them, love to hear about new things and innovative things. And that's what we've got today for you. Jordan Munsters is the Chief Ford Officer. I just love that title for high caliber karting and entertainment. Jordan, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really glad you're here, and I and I and like I said, the show is fairly new. The network's been around for a long time, but I love the idea of unpacking and telling really cool stories. And I heard about your organization, and it kind of made my head snap. And I thought, oh, I got to hear more about this. So, in a brief overview, because we're going to talk in some detail later, tell me a little bit about what high caliber carding is and what it's all about. All right. Well, high caliber carding entertainment. We are an indoor entertainment park. We're located in Okemos, Michigan, where we took an anchor store, an 85,000 square foot section of the Meridian Mall. Oh, yeah. And, we, and with that, we recently, in September, we actually opened an additional 25,000. So we have like a wing of the mall now. <laughs> <laughs> but what we got is we've got two high-speed indoor go-kart tracks, not like kitty carts. They're Grand Prix-style cars capable of speeds of 50 miles an hour. Oh, my word. 16 lanes of axe throwing. We have two raiders where you go in and smash a bunch of stuff. Uh, pocket soccer, which are these huge like pool tables that are like so- and you use soccer balls and you actually kick them in rather than playing pool. We have a arcade with forty different arcade pieces to it. We have what's called throw bowling, which is you take a football and you're throwing at bowling pins. The sport is known as bowling. Uh, we have five <laughs> VIP rooms, two bars, a restaurant, and then we also have what we call the assault arena, where you can do an archery tag of war, where you're shooting foam tip arrows at one another with twenty eight pounds each of those or Nerf gun. Uh, you know, if your mother was here, George, said, don't put an eye out with that, right? So <laughs> she, she shoots me in the eyes with it when we have masks on. Too fun. Unbelievable. Jordan, I had no idea. I'm geeked about what you're going to share with us. It's so cool to think about that. But let's go back for a little bit, if I could. I want to make sure I understand it because I look at these shopping malls all over the country and they're in big trouble. And I don't know if I did my math right, but it feels like you've got over 100,000 square feet. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Wow, that is incredible. And that's a big, big footprint for you to gobble up. And of course, first of all, was that an obvious choice for you when you started looking around at this concept to say, well, there's a great, big, beautiful spot with good parking. How about that one? Or was this a real stretch right at the beginning? This was a stretch. So in the very beginning, I was looking at different buildings, and there was a Toys R Us I was looking at, and one of my founders, he was like, well, what about that Yonkers that went out over at the mall? Right. I'm not going in the mall. Like, that malls are dying. I'm not going to be a part of that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Jordan, we could fix it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do that, you know, because I've made my mind up, and then I drove <laughs> in the parking lot, and I'm like, ah, dang it, I hate it, which is right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have to tell you, you know, part of fixing it is, it's repurposing these facilities for something new and exciting and innovative. And if you think about it, I know retail was a big part of the mall, but I got to tell you, as a young person, going and hanging out at the mall was kind of a fun thing to do. And you put the capital F in that, man. That's just big time. Yeah. Yep. And we still see that, especially this time of year in the holiday season. We see a lot more of uh, the mall traffic uh, making their way down here. But the bigger thing is, is, you know, we pull from a pretty large radius and, you know, about 60-mile radius, so, you know, 120-mile span, people that come to this location, that's, you know, that's our core demographic that comes in. So it also helps all the shopping centers that are here. And, you know, that was when we first came in, we went through and one by one to all the different shopping centers here and got to know everybody so that, you know, know, build a community. We're all in this together. Oh, right. uh, It was interesting to hear 
after, you know, we kept visiting with them over and over about the days that we were open, because right off the bat, we were open different hours and trying to figure out our life with that stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. um, to hear their feedback of like, yeah, when, you know, people are now coming from your wing rather than, you know, all the other wings. We're also on the north side of the mall, which is the furthest away from the main traffic corridor. Oh, yeah. When you look at the mall and everything else, there's also, when you go out, there's other things you do. So whether it's retail, shopping, whether it's dining, maybe it's going to have a beer at your favorite pub, but you would obviously be the anchor destination. And uh, I got to believe the fact that you went out and talked to other business owners, that's a pretty big deal. I don't think everybody does that. You know, we're all young entrepreneurs and the relationships in our areas we're responsible for. Yeah. So we are very supportive of different businesses in our community. You know, your growth is in your gratitude if you take care of people around you. You know, that builds that community and everybody takes care of each other. I mean, we even, when we went to first start, we went door to door and introduced ourselves to people and said, hey, we're young and we're trying to get started. This is who we are. This is what we're doing. Here's a flyer and we hope that we see you soon. And we did hundreds of houses that way door to door before we got open. That is so cool. I'm so glad you joined us today, Jordan. I'm inspired. I can't wait to hear the rest of this story. So glad you're with us. So glad you tuned into the Michigan Business Network right here on the Michigan Corners. I'm Vic Vercherow. We'll be right back. rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. You found the Michigan Corners right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm so glad you joined us. So glad to have with us today Jordan Munsters. He's the Chief Ford Officer at High Caliber Karting and Entertainment. And Jordan, I'm just so jacked to hear what's going on. It makes me want to get my car and head over there right now. And I think it's interesting to me to have something that's so forward-thinking and so innovative. And where did that come up? Is it one of those things where you said to your buddy, hey, hold my beer? Or did you kind of have a game plan that's happened for a lot of years? Oh my God, that is hilarious. And the hold my beer is about as accurate. <laughs> so this all originated. I love to get people to have fun together. And every year we had this thing out at my house. Uh, it was like that I would host called Day of Man. And what it was is I would invite a bunch of my friends out and the cost of entry was a pound of bacon and enough meat to feed two men. And <laughs> so we had a shooting range with, you know, explosives and rifles and we had dirt bikes and side-by-sides and go-karts and a racetrack and, Every year, I always try to do something unique. And 
one year we did like a zero turn slip and slide where you'd get going 60, 70 miles an hour on a slip and slide in circles. And I mean, it just would launch you. Oh. Year we put a bunch of explosives on a little RC car. We had like 20 people with assault rifles that were just lighting this thing up and with little video cameras on it until it exploded and went everywhere. And <laughs> one year, I was like, man, I really want to play real life Mario Kart. It's always been a dream of mine. And I'm a hobbyist with electronics, so I thought, you know what, I could build it. So I went and I bought five mini dirt bikes, little like 50, 110 cc dirt bikes. Sure. And I mounted fully automatic paintball guns to the front of them. The remote <laughs> CO2 tanks and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I, and I bought eight acres across the street. I'm like, we're going to race around the track and get a shot. And, stop. And, and I had this whole thing set up, and I have like 80 people show up, and nobody oh. wanted to do What? Yeah, I know. That's what everybody's always shocked when they're like, oh, yeah, I totally do. It's like, well, you know, then again, you're doing like 35, 40 miles an hour, and you're going to get lit up by a paintball gun. Like, that's <laughs> once you are there to go do it, you start to second guess. Yeah, it strikes me as the Marty McFly. Hey, you a chicken, Marty? <laughs> go get him. I thought for sure that everybody would be all excited, especially on, you know, Day of Man type of thing. And right. We wanted to do it. So we get done with the day, and, I, and I'm just like, and at this point, like, having 80 people come, and, you know, I'm supplying beer, and, you know, we're doing mixed drinks, and we're smoking meat and stuff like that. It's, it was a huge party, and to be the only person hosting it was getting dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this last year, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, how do you make these things work? Nobody wants to do it. And I'm a hobbyist with electronics, so I thought, you know what? I'll just get a laser tag system, and I'll interrupt the ignition circuit. It'll cause the engine to misfire, and when you shoot them, nobody's going to get hurt. It's just going to slow their motorcycle down. <laughs> and so in this process, I'm talking about, you know, what's it take someday to open a go-kart track? Because, you know, someday when I'm super rich and super successful, then it doesn't matter if I make money doing that. You know, it's just something for fun. Yeah. And I was talking with the go-kart train manufacturers, and they're like, oh, man, yeah, you know, could you put that in a go-kart? I'm like, yeah, no problem. So two weeks later, I had it working. And it's just this prototype system. And I was like, you know, we really need to display your information. So I built a heads-up display, which broadcasted your ammunition count and everything on it. And they were like, oh, George, this would be a really big thing for go-karting. You should build this. And shortly after that, I'm getting phone calls from, like, Belgium and Sweden and <laughs> Japan. And these people are like, hey, we're you on this. We want to help develop it. And I'm like, oh, crap, this might be a real thing. <laughs> Holy cow, you're going international. Didn't even plan on it, right? It was just a hobby at first. So I'm going through and I'm trying to build this thing and I, I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I got to write my own software. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to school, learn how to do software. And I start doing that. I'm like, man, that is a full-time job. Like by the time I get done with this, it's going to be like four or five years before I really know what I'm doing. And I was like, you know, there's got to be somebody who can help me with this. And I remember I had a friend, you know, for 10 years that and we hadn't talked in a couple of years. He moved to the other side of state and we just lost touch with each other. And I was like, he'd be great at this, but right. he is such a nice guy that if I ask him to do it, he'll do it. I need him to want to do it. Because, I mean, literally, you'd be like, uh, I need your shirt off your back, and he would let you yeah. take it. Well, good for you. That's the right thing. Yep. So I put this vague post out on social media, like, hey, working on this Raspberry Pi Arduino project, see if it would help. Ten minutes later, he sends me a message. He's like, hey, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll be at your house. And what, <laughs> what are you doing Friday? He's like, I'll be home at five. I said, cool, I'll meet you at your house. Shoot me your, your address. And during this time, I was building a business plan for a go-kart track and whatnot. You know, just the theory to it. And I go to his house and I had this giant box of electronics. And I lay out this, you know, two inch thick business plan and, and I go over it. And I was just like, I want to build real life Mario Kart. He's like, oh, that sounds super fun. I'm like, get in the truck. We're going for a drive. <laughs> and so we go to the local go kart track. We race around and I just beat the crap out of him on that track. Just blow his doors off. And I got done. I was like, how was he? He's like, it was just frustrating. I couldn't catch up to you. I was like, imagine if you could shoot me and slow me down, though. He's like, oh my God, that'd be the best. I'm like, that's what I want to build. Uh -huh. And he's like, I'm in 100%. 
So he starts working on it and starts developing the project as my software engineer. And it was like two months later, he, I remember I was mowing my lawn and he calls me up and he doesn't call me unless it's important. Yeah, yeah. That's his guy. So I stop and I take answer the phone and he's like, I hate my job. I hate what I do. I don't want to go to work every day. It's just, it's making me depressed. And I remember I'm just sitting there and listening to him. I go, well, then quit. Because I can't quit. I need a job. And I went, you know what? We'll do this. I'm working full time for Bridgestone. Why don't we just put your bank account information in for my direct deposit? You take my paycheck from Bridgestone and you go full time developing this project. And so two weeks later, he sold his house, sold all of his stuff. He moved into an apartment over in Lansing and went to full time coding that system. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's just so inspiring, Jordan, the way you've wrapped people into this story. I can't wait to hear the rest of it on our next segment. we got to pause here for some commercial break, and we'll be right back here with this edition of the Michigan Corners. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Chris Holman, and as past chair of the National Small Business Association and a small business owner myself, I understand when you run a business, you rely heavily on your computer network. Now, you cannot afford lost data, lost customer information, and that's why you should trust your technology needs to ASK. Contact ASK at 877-ASK-4ASK for a free audit and analysis of your technology needs. That's 877-ASK-4ASK. Or find them on the internet at www.justask.net. ASK, taking the hassle out of technology so that you can run your business. This is the Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism, and the occasional Mario go-kart shooting. It's just so fun to be here. I can't believe that I've got Jordan Munster's Chief Ford Officer, high-caliber karting and entertainment with us here on the Michigan Business Network. Jordan, you just snagged your great asset, the first employee, if you will, of the operation, and all you had to do was give up your paycheck. You're blowing me away here. I just love it. So tell us what happened next. So, all right, so Kevin joins the team, and for about two months, you know, he's building the software and everything, and we have it working on some gas cards, and we're like, all right, this is great. Where are we going to test it? And at this point, it's like, oh, God, you know, you can't really just show up at a go-kart track, like, hey, I want to put my go-kart on your track and go race around and test this out. Sure. So I was like, all right, Kevin, here's the deal. Let's get you a couple software engineers that can help you developing this stuff. I'm going to go open a go-kart track. So... <laughs> <laughs> we off with combat cards, and you know we're in the technology and innovation center at Michigan State University, developing all that stuff. And so I've started having conversations about opening this lease over at the mall. And in my head, it's like, all right, cool, we're going to put this little go kart track with some tires for bumpers, and people can come race go karts. So I called the mall and I said, hey guys, we want to talk about putting a go kart track in your building. And they were like, okay, like how soon are you looking to do it? I said, thirty days. <laughs> and they were like, wait, what? But holy crap, you're way ahead of where that like. What had happened was the mall manager happened to take my phone call that day because he had just taken over this mall that day. Oh, wow. Uh, we were deep in the conversation already. So 
the next day I'm in a meeting and I, you know, I show up in my student tie and I'm all, you know, like oh, I'm all professional. I laid out my business plan. Yeah. The director of leasing and like these people who are like way above my intellect level. Oh, not, probably not that, but above your pay grade for sure. <laughs> the, they, the people at this mall are just such wonderful people. Oh, yeah. great. They're laying these pictures out of like, and I just refer to it as the Bellagio go-kart tracks. I mean, it is just these gorgeous bars and this beautiful restaurant. I'm like, yeah, totally. That's what I thought too. And I walked out of that meeting, I'm like, oh my God, what did I just commit to? Like, that wasn't what I was thinking. Like, this is what you want? Well, I guess we got to figure it out. So after that, I'm like, okay, you know, I need to find my team of people that are going to help me do this. This is a big project at this point. Yeah, no doubt. I start getting bids from contractors. I start calling up people that I've met throughout my life. So like my general manager, Zach Bingham, I met him when I was going to college, my first degree in Ohio. And he's like, I was just driving down the road one day. I'm like, who can give up, like, just make an experience the best experience in the world like just get people to have fun because it's all that matters as long as people come here and they have fun bills will pay for themselves and i don't care if i make money i just want to i just want to keep paying the bills and keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and so i call him up and i actually it's so funny i i offered for him to be my track marker which is like our entry-level position at our, at our <laughs> business but sure. no idea what to even call it right and he's like oh yeah you know i'll talk to my wife blah blah, blah. and like a week later he calls me he's like hey we're on board and the house is up for sale i'm like oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We got to go. <laughs> a week later, he gets an offer on his house that he accepts. So his wife moves up here six months before him while he's working full time there. Oh, my and word. I've got a couple of other people on the team that I've met along the way. You know, one guy I met, I was racing a sport bike in a abandoned parking lot that I had rebuilt, just shaking it down, seeing how it works. And he showed up in riding gear on his motorcycle. We started racing each other and built a relationship. So, like, it was just all of these, like, we all think very similarly, group of friends that just started meshing together. And so, we all had full-time jobs, so we would get on a call twice a week at midnight, and we would go through, all right, you work on this, you, I need information on this, see if you can get planning for this, and piece by piece, we put together, and six months later, we had the business open. Oh, my word. So six months from basically turning over your personal paycheck to opening up the business, do I have that timing right? Yeah, that's correct, yes. Oh, my gosh. That is fantastic, Jordan. Really good contractor. Uh, he's like a brother to me. He advised me throughout it. We. I mean, the day we opened the business, it was crazy. We had, between my personal bank accounts and my business bank account, all my credit cards were maxed out at $5. Bank accounts were drained. <laughs> but that was, and we had to open. So we, you know, we went full steam ahead. And we, you know, like, our soft opening, we invited like 300 people our first day because we had to, we had to make money to pay our employees. And it was just that for a long time. And it blew up right away. Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm we did a lot of grassroots advertising before we opened. We had this trailer that we took around with like the different one of the go-karts in it and the actuary boards. This is what we're going to do. This is what it's going to look like. Everybody knew what to expect. So when the day came for the soft opening, they were ready to go. So Jordan, on your soft opening, were you strictly a go-kart operation at that time or were there other things going on then too? No, by that point we had a restaurant, a bar, actuary, three VIP rooms, two go-kart trains. Come on. So at your soft opening or ultimately your grand opening you were prepared to do all those things and had all that going on yep that is yeah, so hired, cool hired 85 employees trained them all about two weeks before we opened and then we just figured it out you know zach and casey my house manager my general manager they went down to st louis there was a we bought uh used go-kart barriers from a go-kart track that sure was closing down yeah. Um, they drove down there to pick it up, and they worked at that go-kart track for a week to understand the operation. Well, you said figure it out, and I'm sitting here scratching my head. Jordan, you are an inspiration, and you and your team doing something really remarkable and bringing back to life a shopping mall 
and helping and lifting, frankly, all the other businesses around you. This is so cool. I really appreciate your time today, Jordan. So glad you tuned into the Michigan Corners show and so glad you're listening to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. This is the Michigan Business Network, and you found the Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism right here in the Great Lakes State. And we found Jordan Munster. So glad we did. He's the chief Ford officer of high caliber karting and entertainment. And I have to tell you, Jordan, as we were talking about this, you went from zero to 60 in like 3.2 seconds. I can't believe how fast this thing's moving. But you obviously, after your soft opening, I think you probably had a big grand opening, right? Yeah, yeah. September 18th, I think it was, of 2019 was when we cut the ribbon. and Just wow. had a big party. Business just exploded. We do a lot of company events, team building, and bachelor parties and birthday parties. It's, I mean, it's, it's insane. Like, we, I think we have 25 of them today. Wow. Um, it, it's, a, it's a big popular venue for that stuff. Yeah. Um, but we get up and we get running about for six months, just unstoppable feeling. Early March, the rumor mill on COVID starts to hit over in Europe and whatnot. We're starting to see what's going on with it. And March 13th, we get shut down. Uh, um, how many months is this since you got started? Six months. Oh, my word. Did you just like go, oh, my gosh? Not really. I, it was kind of like, okay, you know what? Two weeks to kill the curve. No big deal. And uh, two weeks before that we got shut down was when we inked the deal on doing that 25,000 square foot expansion. Oh, perfect. Um, so we had just committed to doing this big expansion along with all this. And we had started demolition on it and everything, too. Like, we actually started demolition before we signed the contract. Yeah, they call that committed. <laughs> so uh, it shuts us down. And I'm like, okay, you know what? We're still going to go full steam. So we keep doing demolition, keep doing demo. During that time, I actually got in a really bad accident. I ended up being in a wheelchair for six months, too. No way. Um, it was a crazy year. And, you know, the, the team here is so strong and we're so connected. Everybody support each other. And... I remember it was July. I get a phone call from the mall. They said, Jordan, we think we should cancel this project on this expansion. We don't know how long the shutdown is going to be. I said, no, no, we don't. Because when we come out of this, people are going to need to reconnect. And that's what we're there for. Oh. We're there to create connections between people. That's why we don't have virtual reality here. We want people to have real-life connections, competing, having fun, talking crap to each other. You know, that means something. <laughs> and I said, we need to be there. And so we push forward, we push forward. And about a month later, the bank calls us and says, hey, we can't fund this anymore. So 
okay, we're still going to do this. We're going to bootstrap this. When we get back open, every dollar we make is going to go back into this. And so we just kept pushing. And September 20th of 2021, we opened our 25,000 square foot expansion, a $2.5 million investment here. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, sir, have either been your helmet's too tight or you just have the most brave constitution of anybody I've ever seen. This is so cool. It is simply. The people that I am surrounded with are such wonderful people. Yeah. They support me through thick and thin. Wow. And I mean, beyond what you could ever even imagine, people who make commitments to me that, you know, the handshake agreements that we have, they know are stronger than the contractual agreements that we have and that we can move forward with it. Those things allowed us to continue moving forward. And we opened it up and it is so gorgeous. Like we brought in 62 artists to do that space. So it oh, is wow. like something you would expect to find when you go to the Vegas Strip, the lighting <laughs> to it. The features to it, all the art on the walls. We have individual platforms everywhere from local artists and then people from out of state that came in. We have a big 150 foot graffiti by area, 18 foot tall graffiti wall on the outside of it. Like it is breathtaking. It is simply <laughs> breathtaking that space. That is so cool. What new things came with the expansion? So with the expansion, we added, we, we wanted to go with a bigger bar. So we have a 40 foot bar with 32 beers on tap. So it's a sports bar. We have 20-foot TVs. We have five of those, like projection screens, all through what's called throw bowling, which is the sport's called bowling, but you throw a football at a set of bowling pins on the other side, kind of right. like a cornhole mixed with it, okay. which is really, it was founded here in Michigan. It's pretty popular. Our VIP rooms, one of them is a uh, VIP boardroom where we have a lot of like CEO meetings. Michigan Business Network actually comes out of there sometimes. And then the Lamborghini Lounge, which is like, we call it like the 1980s Miami party type of thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But Miami Vice look. It's you know, a lot of black lights, a lot of neons and stuff like that to it. And then we've got 15 lanes of projected axe ring where it's gamified. So you can throw axes at like zombies or there's tic-tac-toe, there's connect four. And underneath that, we actually hung real trees. My friends and I, we went and cut down trees and all the different species in my parents' woods and suspended them from the ceiling with their leaves and everything. And there's Edison balls all wrapped through it. So it's a really intimate feeling space. And then we built this assault arena for the archery tag and the Nerf war, which when you go into it, it's got like artificial grass, there's vines hanging from the ceiling, there's murals on the wall and people go in there and just blast each other. It, it, that's full of belly laughs. I mean, that's when you do that, when you start shooting people in the face with Nerf guns, both people can start laughing. Yeah. You just can't be mad at somebody when you get hit with a Nerf ball. <laughs> your square in the forehead it's like oh man good shot it's like the old days the rubber sticky arrow on your forehead you know so funny well you know i really think that part of this is the visual of what you've got there and we're going to be running out of time here on this whole show i wish i had a three-hour show because i think you could fill it with some of the great entertainment things that are going on but i'm so glad jordan that you found a way to get past some of that two-week shutdown that turned into all those months and you're still with us and not only with us but thriving and we're so glad to tell your story here on the michigan corners right here on the michigan business network i'm vic vershiro we'll be right back
looking for office furniture on a budget? Stop by the office outlet at 516 North Larch in downtown Lansing and save. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. The office outlet has a huge selection of new and used office furniture from brand name manufacturers, all at discounted prices. Save 50 to 90% on used seating, desks, files, and more. The office outlet is your destination for office furniture on a budget. Visit us online at officeoutletyes.com. You found the Michigan Business Network right here on the Michigan Corners. We are having some fun with Jordan Munster's Chief Ford Officer, High Caliber Carding and Entertainment. And uh, Jordan, just to make sure everybody's got a point of reference for their dart on the map, you guys are what has been known as the Meridian Mall for all these years. And that's right there in Okemos, Michigan, on the border of East Lansing. Is that fair? Yeah, just outside of Michigan State University's campus. Well, and I got to think that as for many of us, look at that and think, wow, you're placed by the mall. You've got all of those tens of thousands of college students right close by. You've got ability to serve a beer. This sounds like quite the place to be, but tell me, you kind of caught my ear when you said the VIP rooms that you have for corporate entities and corporate offsites. Tell me, what does that feel like? What's that like? So actually, it's it's interesting. You would think that the primary customer is a college student, but actually our average customer age is between 25 and 42 years old. Wow. And it is because we do a lot of company team building out. There's no better way to connect with somebody than to talk crap with them and you know, <laughs> go out and, and compete. Yeah. Um, but this facility, everything we do here encourages team play. So you go out and race, you're, you're racing against 10 other people and you're talking about your race line and, you know, oh my gosh, you passed me here. Or, you know, you bumped me out of this corner here. When you're Axor and you've got four per lane, when you're doing the rage room, you have two in each room. Even our arcade games are set up to where when you're shooting baskets, it's one versus the other next to each other. Yeah. So we try to create it. It's really easy. You know, when you go golfing and you're in your foursome, it's really easy to get to know those people in that foursome because, you know, you're going to spend some time together doing something. It's not about that. You know, we, we all go to those team building events or not team building, those networking events where nobody really feels comfortable being there because you kind of feel like, man, I'm just here, you know, for business purposes. <laughs> right. You know, everybody feels the exact same way. It's just <laughs> like, we all forget that. Yeah, the stick-on name badge. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. With this one, you're there to play, and you happen, because you're there to play, you happen to build relationships. So it's a great way of getting people that you know work in our office and they're used to talking about business and things like that to break away from that and still connect and keep connections. So we do a ton of corporate outings, business retreats, team buildings. We have one of the VIP rooms as a boardroom, and it's literally a huge mahogany table in the middle with office chairs around it with all this nice lighting and there's a big tv so they can do presentations and stuff on and we have probably one of those a day that's in that room and you know we have some parties that come in seven o'clock in the morning we have the you know, breakfast buffet set up for them and you know do off hour stuff and they'll do their meeting until noon and then when the rest of the business opens up at noon they go and play yeah so there's a lot of that going on here. It's about 30% of this. Well, and if you show up as some grumpy corporate executive to your operation, you got to put a smile on their face the second they walk in the door, right? It is impossible. <laughs> right. It's literally the only thing we care about. We've always said our, we have the North Star metric is creating joy. That's our employees. That's our guests. That's our vendors. We have a big house party. Everybody <laughs> that comes in here, they need to have a sense of joy when they leave. Joy is different than having fun. Joy requires some level of connection with another person. I can go and throw a firecracker and be racing around a go-kart track yep. and probably have a lot of fun. 
but I don't feel like I'm actually having experiencing joy because I didn't do that. I didn't build a bond. And that's what, I, that's what we focus on here. Well, and I think that's really well said. Thank you for that. My question probably would be, you got a go-kart that goes pretty fast. You got an indoor setting and then you've got alcohol and you probably have a potential of maybe a group of inexperienced younger employees that are helping you out. Tell me about your safety concern because you're not spreading joy if somebody goes home with a broken leg. So you obviously take safety pretty serious. Uh, All the serious. Yes. So here we have some rules on how many drinks you can have before doing different activities. And so we also at at every station, we have breathalyzers. So the way it works is you can have a certain number of drinks that, you know, depending on what type of drink it is, obviously if it's a Long Island, you're going to get X, but we have a marking system on hands that doesn't allow you to have more than three drinks to still do some of the activities. Now, if that, and once they purchase more, then we start to mark them out. We also give autonomy to all of our employees to, if anybody doesn't seem safe, you pull them. Yeah. We'll always support that, no matter what. Even if the person's not drunk, we still would rather you pull the person with concern. Yeah, heir to the conservative yeah. side, yeah? Yeah, exactly. They're not going to have fun if they get hurt, and they're not going to have fun if they hurt somebody else. Um, and our safety videos are, you know, they're pretty aggressive. It's, they're meant to make people take it very seriously. Yeah. But we train all of our employees in alcohol safety, prevention management of, you know, like de-escalation trainings, tips certification, just to make sure that they're very aware of how to do things. And we have, I mean, knock on wood, we have never, ever had an incident here. Um, And we've had people, you know, usually it's pretty simple. We go to them to say, hey, you know, you seem like you might be a little bit tipsy. We have a breathalyzer here. If you want to take it and you pass, you're good to go. If you don't want to do that, we're going to get you right home. We'll save your passes for another day and come back. Nice. Yeah. We never run into an issue. Well, and I think it's all how you handle it. And the way you just described it is one of the most professional ways I think anybody could deal with something like that. And so what a great destination. We've got uh, one last segment here before we uh, uh, end our time with you, Jordan. But I can't thank you enough for being a part of this Michigan Corners edition right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero. We're going to go pay some bills and come right back. Stop staring at your phone and plan some fun this winter at Treetops Resort. Dog sledding, tubing, sleigh riding, indoor golfing, ice skating, swimming, racing, snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, scavenger hunting, juggling, or relaxing in the spa. That's just some of the fun you can have. And there's skiing, and snowboarding, and sleeping, and eating, and drinking, and eating and drinking while cross-country skiing. I think you get the point. Get outside and have some fun or be boring. 888-TREETOPS or treetops.com. Michigan, Michigan. 
This is Michigan Corners right here on the Michigan Business Network. All things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And, of course, Jordan Munsters is telling us the story of an incredible place that he designed and him and his friends have created high-caliber karting and entertainment. And when I look at this and think about what you've done here, Jordan, the first thing is we've got to have people come out, but you've had such success. Is it hard to get a spot there, or do you have so much acreage there that you've got room for everybody? So we actually had a party once here. When This year, at Michigan State University had all their new students come in. There's 350 in this group. It was a college of business. And it felt like we were empty. Our capacity is 1,350 people. I mean, wow. it's 105,000 square feet. It's not very difficult to, you know, you've you got a lot of room. But it's easy to book. You can go online. We have an online booking tool that allows you to be able to reserve spots and race times. If you're going to come in on a Friday or Saturday night, you want to do that in advance. If you're bringing a group of more than 10 people, you can fill out our event request form. You can have catering. And we have an entire event team. They actually build the event for you. It's not like, hey, I want to have the birthday party package. They say, I want to have a birthday party there. And our events team is going to say, okay, what's their ages? What are they interested in? What's your budget? How much time do you want to spend? And they build it all for you. So you can be a part of that party rather than the host of a party. You have a concierge that guides everybody through, make sure all questions are answered. You can even get a uh, cocktail waitress for your VIP room. So we try to take over that party planning process that can be really stressful for a lot of people. Well, and I think what's really important is you just said the magic word there. I think you can accommodate a variety of different budgets, right? It's not a take it or leave it Vegas kind of, hey, baby, this is what it costs to come and take it or leave it. But you can accommodate and customize it right away, right? Yeah, you can do anything from, I mean, we have an unlimited all-day access pass for Axtroin and Trollbowling for $35. You can come in at noon any day. We open at noon. And you can be here until 11 o'clock at night on Saturday for $35. (laughs) Your arm's going to be killer, but that's great. (laughs) And, and, you know, it doesn't hurt that we got a bar right there, too, so you can take a break and watch the game, you know, have a drink or order some pizza, whatever, from our restaurant. And make a day of it with it. And then you can add all the different activities you want to. You can race as many times as you want. You can try out the race room and smash some stuff. Everybody has a lot of fun with that. Well, tell me, before we run out of time, you mentioned Rage Room a couple times. Help me with that. I guess I've never been in one unless I made it myself when I was kicking somebody like the dog, you know, and those kind of, tell me what a Rage Room is. So a Rage Room, you go into this room and you have masks, leather jackets, protective pants, a proof gloves, and you go in there and you have a glass of Shatterables. You may have bought a TV or a computer or whatever. There's we get a bunch of things, Habitat for Humanity. We actually buy all the stuff that would normally get thrown away from them, uh, all the smashables, and we smash them. We let people smash them all in the rooms, and we recycle everything. Same thing, we buy recycled glass from a local recycling center. They smash it all, and then we recycle it afterwards. So it's like a third use almost. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you go in there, you got 15 minutes, you put on your own music, which is always tends to be break stuff from Lip Biscuit. People just throw it against the walls. They take the sledgehammers <laughs> and smash it up. There's crowbars. Sometimes we have these giant printers and people will bring in people at big turns and just beating the crap out of these printers, smashing them. And it's just, it's really fun. It seems weird, but then you do it, it's like, oh man, that was good. Exhilarating, right? Well, it's your mother would have yelled at you if you break something, but here you get to go with permission, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's recycled too, so I mean, it's good for mother. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, hey, and by the way, I got to imagine a cool place like this, you haven't had the same problem finding employees, right? Not at all. No. Isn't that something? And it's got to be because it's got to be the coolest place in the zip code to work, right? It's literally because we love the people that work with us. Like that North Star Magic of Creating Joy, we genuinely have that. With our employees, when they come in, we love them being involved. We give them the autonomy to do what they think is best. But 
we have fun. Part of your onboarding process is you have to do everything we have here. Like, huh. we close down once a quarter and just literally close down for the day and we invite all the employees in. We always have some special thing, like we did a talent show with the last one, but sometimes we do like hide and seek with like moon blasters and shoot people when you find them. <laughs> but we have fun. This is our house party. So everybody that works here loves working here. So they tend to tell their friends about it and you know, that their friends want to work here. And, you know, naturally it's a, you know, an entry level position stuff for a lot of it, but we've also grown since we've opened, we've added 15 managers to this business that we, you know, and that's includes many salaried people. And, sure. We've grown a lot. So we're also trying to create careers and futures for people and giving them a progression plan. But we also do a lot of development of our employees, trying to teach them to be more capable, more intellectual, have better emotional intelligence, because the worst case scenario is they learn a lot from here and then they go kick ass when they go out somewhere else. Yeah, you bet. Well, Jordan, man, I could talk to you all day and I can't thank you enough for the time you've given us. You are an impressive young man and so grateful that you've hung your hat here in Michigan to create some special memories and to create such a special dynamic organization. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're so glad you are here. So glad you have been a part of this unpacking this story. I encourage everybody to head over to Okemos and uh, take a look around because if nothing else, you'll see something I don't think you've got anywhere else uh, that's uh, set up like this and such a cool thing right there at High Caliber Carding and Entertainment. Jordan Munster is our Chief Ford Officer, and I'm Vic Verscher, your Chief Navigator, right here on Michigan Corners, trying to get you around the state to learn and discover the new nooks and crannies of this beautiful Great Lakes state. We can't wait to talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>